like to call a real slob kebab. Yeah, right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Slob Kebab, a Real Housewives and Pop Culture Pod. That's cute, right? So I'm going to talk about Real Housewives, talk about pop culture, talk about basically whatever I feel like. So buckle up, buttercup. So we're at the crab boil in Potomac. I don't understand why they can't go somewhere pretty or cute. I'm not trying to hate on the area. Something tells me that there are nicer places that they could be going. But for some reason, I don't know if it's COVID production reasons, every vacation place that they've gone in Potomac, you're like, oh, okay. That's cute, I guess. Like a couple of rusty bunk beds and like a dock. There's like not even a boat. I don't know. I don't get it. And Ascala was there. I'm liking Ascala. Her husband's hot. That's fun. I wrote that I want to climb him like that pole in Mulan. I feel like it's been Ray and Karen's wedding anniversary for 25 years. Does anyone else feel that way? I feel like last season they had some sort of anniversary. They're either like celebrating an anniversary or getting divorced. I don't think I've ever just seen them like make a sandwich together. Oh, and Mia's husband. Okay, so Wendy can't plan a trip for shit. I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. And the then Mia's husband, Gordon, running around that place, licking his chops, humping the air. Mm-mm, I'd go to a hotel, too, if my room didn't have a bathroom. Mm-mm. I'd just go to a hotel in general with that going on. Ashley's all pissed because Gordon's waking her up from a nap or something. This woman just had a baby like yesterday. And Gordon's like being obnoxious and waking her up from a nap. And so she gets pissed, which is fair. And then Mia's like defending him. I don't understand people who defend their significant others just regardless of this. Just blindly defend them. Why do you want to help your partner be an asshole? Like help them out. Be like, no, you're actually in the wrong here. It is inconsiderate what you did. You actually shouldn't be saying or doing what you're doing. You actually should listen to this person. Like, what? We're not like dodgeball teams. We can turn against each other sometimes if we use our critical thinking skills and we decide they're in the wrong. I just don't get it. But with Candace eating those corn and potatoes... And looking at me and Ashley fighting. She's my favorite. She's my favorite on the show. I don't understand the anti-Candace propaganda. I get that she provokes. And that's not fun. Oh my god. My cat's attacking me. Archibald. I get that she provokes people. But like, God bless. We need somebody to provoke on the show. And then Karen jumps out of a cake. I don't know what was going on this episode. Wendy's too much. I feel like she's got that season two syndrome where she read the reviews a little too closely and she's like, okay, I'm going to be a character this season. Like, I'm going to be a standout whatever. But I think it backfired. I feel like she needed to she needed to adjust and she, she overcorrected. She needed to make a left and she made a U-turn. And now no, I don't know where we are with Wendy. But she's just so much. When they ask her, like, if she thought she was a good hostess, and she's just so not self-aware. She's like, 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10. Like, what? No one was having a good time. Literally, everyone was miserable, and then you would just shout, good vibes only. 
I don't know. And then the candle thing, not even wanting to like think about how much it would cost to make a candle. I don't know. Wendy's too much for me this season. Oh, and the butterflies. Karen sending them all butterflies. I'm sorry. I just ate tacos before I record this podcast, so I keep burping. Oh, my God. I can't with the fucking butterflies. I love how Mia, like, explains, like, oh, I get it. It's like a cocoon, and love is like a cocoon. It's like you're already thinking about this harder than Karen ever did. It, there's no point. Karen's just trying to be gaudy and over the top as per usual. And in this case, it actually took the lives of some butterflies. Like... Was it worth it, ma'am? Um, but I love Mia. She's so pure. She's so sweet. I feel like someone calls her out on something and she's just like, oh, okay. I will stop doing that. Thank you for pointing that out. She's just very, and she's obviously, you know, she's been through so much. She's my fave. I love Mia. I also love how recently after her talking all that trash on her castmates on Instagram, how she just posted that like vague statement that was like, please excuse my social media team and their inappropriate content over the past few weeks come on Mia you really want us to believe that it wasn't you posting about Candace's crusty feet it was you we all know it was you I live for every single minute of Giselle and her daughters on screen I think those girls no offense I don't know how they came out so great given what we know of their parents history but they are three of the most amazing women in the world (laughs) I said it um I just love that they're like and their language around like emotional intelligence I'm blown away they're telling their mom like you're not emotionally available for us what if I said that to my mom she would literally crash the car or she she would tell me to go fuck myself or she would just pretend not to hear me I commend Giselle for actually listening to her daughters and like doing something that's amazing on to Salt Lake City. I feel like I missed a step. Like, I don't think I was paying attention for, like, episode two or three. Because the next thing I know, this Sarah Paulson-Bonnie Hunt hybrid is just here. I have no idea where she came from. No idea who she is. And all of a sudden, she's in a fight about caterers with Lisa. No idea. Um, I don't, like, know how I feel about Lisa. I don't like her as a person, really. But as a TV character, I think she's so fun. Like, I live for her, like ice in her gigantic Diet Coke clanging in her cup as she like orders her like bald 12 year old around I don't know I just love her weird dynamic with her kids and how she doesn't really know how to feel emotions but she just wants them them to like be her employees I find it all very entertaining personally so I hope she's here to stay oh I love how Mary complains about everything it doesn't even matter what they're doing where they're at She's like, I hate this chair. It's uncomfortable. Why is it so cold in here? It smells like shit. I just live. Mary's never happy. I also, oh, their prank. They did like some sort of Sasquatch prank. And she's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I love that she hated that too. Heather was like sexually turned on, which I didn't really understand. And then Mary hiding like a turtle in her turtleneck toward the end of the episode when Lisa and... Sarah Paulson honey Bonnie Hunt hybrid are fighting again I was dying I love how absolutely real Mary is keeping it this season sometimes I want to be like do you know the cameras are on and that they're actually going to air this footage later I've never in the history of housewives seen a housewife come on the show and immediately be like I fucking hate my husband 
usually there's a whole song and dance for like a season or a couple of seasons and they're like Oh, I, you know, we, we have some ups and downs, the highs and lows, right? And, like, you're like, no, you're fucking miserable and you hate each other. But they don't see it yet. But I love how Mary is just like, I fucking hate my husband. I wish he would pass. I never want to see him again. I can't believe he's back. I wish COVID had taken him. What is happening? Like, I love, sorry, I shouldn't make a joke about that. But she definitely sounds like she wishes that happened. Because he returned after, he, when it was safest, because I guess he was at the epicenter in Florida and or one of the many and uh she seemed bummed that he was back and alive and with her but I just love how much she hates him it cracks me up okay on to the Beverly Hills reunion which we are somehow already at part three um finally Crystal's coming around I feel like that's a little convenient this whole season, I mean, literally, after Erica, like, ripped Sutton a new asshole, Crystal was like, I would react that way. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Mm-hmm. Just because Sutton, like, talked to a lawyer about something. It's like, you would react that way, Crystal? I feel like Crystal strikes me as the type of girl who would just, like, kiss the ass of who she deems the most, like, intimidating one in the room. She doesn't seem like someone who has a lot of strong morals that she sticks to and is aligned with was that fucked up of me to say maybe it, maybe I won't be so bold as to say that but I don't know just the way she was like yeah people who've been me too'd are in Rob's movies it's like people who have been me too'd you mean people who've been accused of sexual assault and your husband still gives them a paycheck like I don't know I feel like Crystal just like throws the shit out and we don't really like examine it enough she just seems like someone who's a very shallow Beverly Hills keeping it light and bright oh we are against Erica now. Okay, cool. You know, I just feel like she read the fan reviews and they were like, Crystal, what the fuck are you doing? But anyway, regardless of how she got here, she's here. It was nice to see Garcelle, Sutton, her and Andy all be like, Erica, what are you doing? Like, do you care about these victims? And Erica just like not getting it. Just, like, nothing is registering on her face. You can tell she's just like, hmm, but I'm in pain. I can only think of me, right? It's too much. Sell all your shit. Move into a place without a pool. I, like, cannot even imagine this bitch swimming. It's all just, like, status to these sad freaks. Also, I was thinking about, could you imagine if this plot played out? on Real Housewives of New York. It, like, actually made me really laugh thinking about that. Like, these women dance around issues like you've never seen. Sidestepping issues all the time. Like, oh, one chant never mentioned the lawsuit in the paper one way. Could you imagine if, like, Ramona was on this season? She'd be like, so I heard you, uh, rob the widows and the orphans. Uh, what's that about? Like, it would have been one and done confrontation in episode one. It just cracks me up. And her voice, ever since these allegations came out, like, if they cut to that clip of her being like, Tom just lets me be myself. She's got, like, a normal register, a voice. Since these allegations came out and since she knew these women were going to actually ask her about it, because you could tell she thought no one was going to ask her about it, which is very funny. Like, the second something's like, so I uh, read the article, she's like, what? Like, yeah, of course. But anyway, ever since that came out and she knew that the women were going to confront her about it, her voice became, like, so different. Like, I swear she's just, like, like an old-timey detective mixed with, like, she's on some downer. It's just, like, a, it's a unique cadence that she is now speaking with. 
Um, and it sounds kind of newscastery to me and it's weird. I also have that she looks like dog shit, which is neither here nor there. And I do not condone people criticizing the housewife's appearance. I actually hate all the conversations around their appearance and how it's become this like, is she turning a look in her confessional? And it's like, no, these women are not here to turn looks in their confessionals. Okay. This used to be a show where it was just a divorcee with some smudged mascara in her dimly lit living room okay we don't need to now it's fucking RuPaul's Drag Race we don't need to take it here we don't need to turn every woman-centric show into a fucking honey boo-boo dance moms whatever shit show but Erica did look like dog shit I feel like she's gone to the B team of her glam team I'm not going to use the word jowls, but I feel like there was some jowly, jowl-adjacent looking things on her face, and those would usually be contoured away, I believe. Those would be tucked away behind the curtain with the Wizard of Oz. But they came out last night. Yeah, so hopefully in the fourth segment of this reunion, she'll finally understand why she's a piece of shit. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Well, thank you guys for listening. That's all that happened in the world of Housewives. I was going to tack on some fun things about pop culture outside of Real Housewives just because this is the first episode and I want to give you a taste of what it's going to be like. But I have cramps and they're getting bad and I really don't want to do that. So this is what you get this week and I'll be back next week. Real Housewives, pop culture. If you want to read my recaps of TV and movies, you can go to Medium at Lovely Piece of Trash. Or a lovely piece of trash on Instagram. Um, Yeah, that's all. I'm in love with you. Bye. I don't care if you are the biggest heroin heroin addict prostitute on the street. I would never shame you. I would invite you to my house and say, what the is going on?